Good morning, good morning, good morning. And if you're tuning in from overseas, is a good evening since uh, the Houston Round Bar Review is global. I am Chris Gardner of Houston Round Bar Review. In a few minutes, Jim Hicks from RCS Sports is scheduled to join me. He is on his way, as usual, to a gym to watch some basketball or, or do some scouting for an event because that's what he does, part of RCS Sports, founder of RCS Sports, and, and hopefully he'll be able to join me shortly. But I'm going to talk, and feel free to tune in, ask questions on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, Houston Round Bar View Facebook page will be better, but I can answer them, but definitely on YouTube. Hit me up with questions. We're going to talk about Terrence Arsenault and his commitment to the University of Houston. He announced that Friday evening, 5 p.m., he did it on Instagram and social and uh, Twitter. That's a big get. It's a huge get for the program. And I'm not going to quibble about if it's if he's the highest ranked recruit since 2012 or ever or second all time or whatever. I'm not really big into all that. He's a talented young man and he will fit in seamlessly at the U of H men's basketball program. And that's the bottom line, because Ironically, I think if you look at national rankings, composite rankings, Terrence's 30s, 40s, if big man Jarris Walker commits to U of H, he will, he's ranked higher than Terrence. He's around 19 or so. So Terrence being the highest ranked recruit since 2012 or of all time, whatever, could be short-lived if Jarris Walker commits to U of H between now and October. So whatever. The whole point is class 22 for U of H men's basketball is very promising. We got Emmanuel Sharp, who committed in May, 6'4", 200 pounds. I haven't checked on it, but a friend of mine told me that um, there's a possibility that Emmanuel Sharp may graduate early from high school. If he does that, then he should be able to enroll at U of H early, as in possibly spring semester. So if he does that, even more time to work with the incredible Alan Bishop, strength and conditioning coach, Alan Bishop at U of H and slim down some of that body fat that Manuel has and tighten him up and get him ready for U of H men's basketball because it's different. It is not high school basketball. It is completely different. But back to Terrence Arsenault, Beaumont United. And if you haven't already seen the videos or read the article, I'm going to give you some quotes from two people I trust in this high school basketball circles. And assuming Mr. Hicks joins me, he'll be another person that I trust in the high school basketball circles. But uh, first up, Marcus Sloan, who was able to join our folks talking sports show Friday night that live streamed on YouTube and Facebook. And we're trying to make that a regular time slot Friday evenings because it seems to be better for my colleagues, Andy Yanez and Willie Gibson. Andy Yanez is a fellow Cougar. He worked at the Daily Cougar and now he works as part of Paul Samajama podcast, as well as the Community Impact newspapers. But Marcus Sloan joined us, and here's some quotes that I got from Sloan about Terrence Arsenault. Quote, I think he's a multidimensional player who provides skill, length, and athleticism. I think defensively, he's a difference maker because he can defend multiple positions. He's played in big time games and had big time moments. Defend multiple positions. Defensively, he's a difference maker. That sounds like a Kelvin Sampson type player. Next up, Herb Baker, who I've known, ooh, wow, since 10th grade. Herb Baker, first option sports, played ball at TSU, 
played pro ball. Both Mark Stone and Herb Baker played pro ball overseas. Herb Baker, first option sports, said this of Terrence Arsenault, quote, I think Arsenault is a special talent. He's long, athletic, skilled, and most importantly, focused. I believe he will blend well with teammates, and he's perfect for Coach Sampson's style of play. Let's enjoy him while we can because he won't be on campus for long. He's a three-letter guy, NBA, end quote. So that's comments from two people I trust, Marcus Sloan of otrexposure.com and Herb Baker from First Option Sports. So it's interesting. I'm going to get your thoughts on this as you tune in watching me. Terrence Arsido reported, he said he mentioned to Brandon Jenkins of 247sports.com that uh, possibility speaking with Coach Kelvin Sampson, he could be a one and done. So what does that indicate for the U of H program and where it's at, where it's going forward? Are fans okay with that? As a class of 22 person, Terrence would be on campus and play ball next fall. And if he's one and done, he'll be gone before U of H hits the Big 12, possibly. And here he is, Mr. Hat. Mr. Hat joining me, brother man. Jim Hicks, cheat sheet. How you doing, sir? Hicks, 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 can you hear me? I see you. Your mic is on. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can I can hear you. It's it's chopping up. Let me go out and come back in and see if that's it. Okay. And if, if you gotta just turn off the camera to help. We can do that too, man. I know what you look like. <laughs> it's all good. All right, but that's Jim Hicks. Question from, let me put this up here because I'm learning how to work with technology. But JB asked this question. Do I think there's a chance Terrence gets the five-star? Yeah, I do. I think if he has a, a stellar uh, high school season his last year at United in Beaumont, I think there's a chance for that. But what does it matter? He's committed to U of H as long as he's signed with U of H in the fall or the regular period, four-star, five-star. Coach Kelvin Sampson and the staff will work with him, make him better. And that's the objective. It's it's cool how U of H, JB, I'm assuming you're a U of H fan, are asking questions about four-star, five-stars status. When Kelvin Sampson took over the program, as he said, to fans and media, he was just trying to get players, let alone stars. He didn't care about one star, two star, whatever. He just wanted bodies in U of H uniforms because the program was in such a shambles when he took over. And fast forward now, Coach Sampson, Emmanuel Sharp, I think, is a three-star slash four-star. Depends on the polls and depends on what folks look, you know, look for in talent. Terrence Arsenault had a great summer on the grassroots circuit. And I think in the 24-7 sports rankings, he improved, I want to say, 37 spots to go from whatever, 65, 75 to 30 to 40. Okay, that's good. He has room for improvement. He's 6'6", 6'7", 190, 195. He's skilled. He He can shoot. He's versatile. He can defend. I'm not, you know, whatever. Once he puts on uniform for U of H, his job is to work hard, get in shape, stay in shape, listen to the coaches, 
and most importantly, accept the culture that U of H has established. That's, he does that, he'll be fine. His talent will speak for itself. Four star, five star, who cares, whatever. It's an upgrade in talent. And I think that's what Coach Sampson and staff have done progressively throughout their time at U of H is they've gotten more talented players each year. But those talented players also had to buy in to the U of H system and the U of H culture. And that's that's the most important factor, in my opinion. But JB, since you're watching, man, what does it mean to you if Terrence Arsenal is one and done? Is that a good thing? Are you fans okay with the, the possibility or potential that Kelvin Sampson and the staff have reached the status of getting one and done players, players good enough to play one year in college, but good enough to go to the NBA and get drafted and be successful NBA players? Are y'all good with that? Are y'all okay with the uh, lesser, the three-star, four-star? You want to see them on campus through two, three, four years? Or y'all prefer that stance? A uh, question here. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, Coach Sampson style in terms of twos and threes are interchangeable. Uh, college level, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, you know, U of H in Coach Sampson style, He's had and Nate Hinton played a three and they were six four, six five. Uh, I mean Jason Jarrell was six five and was the one. Marcus Sasser was six is six two and was more of a shooting guard. So I think Terrence would play kind of, you know, both a two and a three spot because of the versatility in his game and the versatility and guard oriented that uh, Coach Samson likes to play, you know, most times. So you know, it depends on who else is on the floor with him because it'll depend, depend on matchups, who can defend certain positions better on the other team. But let's enjoy him first at Beaumont United. And hopefully Jim Hicks can come back and join us because I want to ask him about, he has an event coming up, I think in October. And Beaumont United is one of the teams, the Sweet 16 extravaganza taking place at C.E. King. And I think United, their games, their two games in group play are on October, I forget, October 21st, the two games there for group play. But, uh, you know, you get a chance. I think it's open to the public. Okay, Hicks, he's working, he's working on some the technical difficulties and he gets those ironed out. He'll join. But uh, it's the beauty of modern technology. I'm adapting to this. I'm learning how to do streaming shows and I'm, going to do more of these going forward. The reason this show is at 9.30 was to accommodate Hicks's schedule because he's at an event and he was, he was kind enough to fit me into his busy schedule. That's the beauty of live streaming and doing my own thing, be my own boss. I can go live doing a stream show if it suits the guest. So that's what I'm gonna do going forward. In, in addition to scheduling, having regularly scheduled interviews posted on YouTube on Houston Round Bar Review. More questions too. Hit me up, folks. We got plenty of time. Hicks is working on getting a um, a better position at the gym, and then he'll he'll uh, he'll chime in and give his take on Terrence Arsenault. Terrence Arsenault, according to Hicks's RCS Sports rankings, is the number one player in Greater Houston. Think about that. If you have kept up with U of H men's basketball in the recent past, last two three years. 
Ramon Walker, Shadow Creek High School, the number one greater, number one player in Greater Houston. Jermon Mark, the number one player in Greater Houston. Now Terrence Arsenault, the number one player in Greater Houston. It's a trend. All great programs have been built around keeping the top talent in the local area home. Three years in a row, U of H men's basketball has accomplished that. All right, we got response here. He's okay with one and done players because we already experienced one and done players with grad transfers coming for one year and leaving. That's a good point. That's a very good point. In the transfer age of transfer portal, players do come here for you know one year and then leave. Excellent point. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate it. All right, let's go to Hicks now. Looks better, brother. How you doing, man? Yeah, man, much better. Sorry about that, guys. The internet, you know, the signal had to get get a real signal. It's all good, man. If folks in 2021 don't understand how the internet is flaky sometimes, that's on them. It's, it's all good, man. Thank you for joining me. If you can, where are you? What where you, what gym are you? What city are you? Um, I'm in San Antonio today uh, at the uh, at a at a middle school camp uh, that's taking place at Central Catholic High School, right in the middle of San Antonio. And so I'll be here today, and then on tomorrow, I fly back into Houston this evening, and tomorrow I'll be at the, at the John Lucas Enterprises B Elite Camp, which is a prestigious fall camp, one of the nation, probably the nation's most prestigious fall camp for high school players, uh, primarily in the 12th, 11th, and 12th grade. All right. One of the main reasons I asked you on to – be on the show is to give me your thoughts on Terrence Arsenault and his commitment to U of H. First, what are your thoughts about Terrence Arsenault? Because I just, as you hopped on, mentioned that Arsenault is, according to you and RCSports.com, the number one player in Greater Houston. What do you like? What, what do y'all like about his game? I mean, the, the thing about it, understand, we, we had him, we took the, we went out on the plank and inserted Terrence Arsenault as the number one player in, in on RCS Sports a year ago. This is before Beaumont United went undefeated and won the state championship as on the heels of Terrence Arsenault's uh, historic uh, buzzer beater in regulation and overtime. And we'll talk about that later on. But a year ago, because remember, a year ago, Bryce Griggs, still had a lot of the, the fears in the area. Right. And you know, Arsenal had came in that summer. It was a pandemic summer, of course, but he played at different places and performed at a high level at various camps, you know, various, I mean, and, and we noticed it's like, okay, well, you don't punish a young man for not being there. But my thing is, you definitely reward somebody for being there when they perform. Mm -hmm. And that's how to look at it. I would say, oh, man, you dropped Bryce. So we took a lot of flack for inserting Terrence Arsenal and, and propelling them above Bryce Griggs a year to a year and a half ago. And all Terrence Arsenal proceeded to do is something that's very hard, and that is exceed the expectations of a player 
that's the number one player in the area. For the past few years, everybody that got that number one met that number one ranking in eleventh grade, it would teeter all the way back to, to, to back when we had since D. Aaron Fox. It would teeter, and it would be some kind of you know maybe Jared Vanderbilt in, but still even then it was somebody right there. Then you had Quentin Grimes and Kendrick Davis. Mm-hmm. You know people would debate. You know Tim Kendrick. You know when they get to the high school season, it would kind of it so. Uh, even when we had, think about it, we had Tremont Mark, L.J. Cry. Right. It was a debatable, right? But this this scenario, Arsenal is about six foot six, with some, with shoes and a good hairstyle. He's six seven. He's long and he plays long. And one of the things about college basketball is that it's not sexy, but it's it's definitely required once you arrive there. You must be able to defend, get possessions. Right. Well, as it stands, I don't think people, uh, Chris, Beaumont United, one thing that Terrence Arsenal can do, he's the best rim protecting wing, non front court player. In the state of Texas. Now, say that again. Say that again. This rim protecting non front court player. You know, he's a wing that can that can run an offense if need be. Meaning that Terrence Arsenal is the best shot blocker, rim protector. Yep. In the state, that's not a big man. It's not a center or a power forward. Proof is serves in the state championship game. If I'm not mistaken. Didn't he nearly get a triple-double? Didn't he have, what, eight or nine block shots in the championship game alone? Yep. So, you know, that's facts. You can't never take that away. And that's what he does. If a guy, teammate beats another guy, and Arsenal is on the weak side, he's going to help, and he's going to get that. If you beat him off the dribble, he can get you back at the rim. He can protect, He can get possessions. And he can keep you from scoring on the, without having the ball in his hands. That makes him valuable. Not to mention the fact that he can score. He can hit the three-pointer. He has a good line, a good rhythm on the shot. Mm-hmm. He can get to the rim. He can create. Yes, he still has room to grow. Every player does. It's high school. But, man, you're talking about and you, you University of Houston fans – what, what what was the what was the starting the starting guard the, the, the guy that's in the draft that went in the draft? Quentin Grimes. No, not Quentin Grimes. The other young man. He takes on Jerome. Jerome. Also know is Jerome for you drinkers out there. He's a good shot of Jerome with a splash of Nate Hinton. Okay. That's that what, works. That's yeah. what that's what Terrence Arsenal is. Is he, is he good enough to be a one and done? And by that I mean get drafted in the first round because a lot of kids just leave, you know, sometimes based on bad advice. I mean, the one and done thing is is one of those things that that you need a lot of luck at the same time for one and done. You, your your team has to be somewhat successful. Um, you know, right now, I think that. 
most high school kids that would come up under a Kelvin Sampson would have to take a year to be broken, like you got to break a mule. Right. You have to repro, you have to deprogram from the bad habits or the habits that are none, none are applicable at the college level, and apply and upload new software mm-hmm. into the kid, into the young man, the stuff that's going to be effective as you transcend from college and become a pro prospect. We don't know that right now. That would be, I think that would quite be quite unfair on the one and done. I think what can be, if he's, if he's applying himself, this program is going to, as they get prepared to emerge into big 12 competitions, they have, they will have the, 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 the transferable talent already in place. Some of those schools got to start recruiting some of those BYUs and the Cincinnati's and, and the Central Florida's. They have to recruit a different type of player now. True. That's true. You know, you follow what I'm saying? In, oh, order, yeah. in order to win and have success as they go into the Big 12. University of Houston does not. That's a great point. Great point. They don't. It's just, it's, it's, so that means they are ahead of the curve so arsenal is a power five was already a power five prospect tremont mark was already a power five prospect quentin grimes started 29 games at kansas before he came over he was a power obviously a power five prospect you know right yeah so now the stream continues for university of houston and winning plays a great part in that how much and let me say this i don't want to age you man i'll just age myself but uh you and i go back a long way i remember we go back to when lanny smith was at high tower yeah so that's how far back we go yeah how how have how much has U of H basketball changed from then to now well first Chris, tell them the truth. We go way back to answering the telephones for Ralph Cooper on Sports well, yeah, that's, way back that's it. That's that's how we go. Phone. You're right. Yeah. And that was no no social media. We got to hold our hands up and let them know what line to put the callers on. And, you know, through the winter yep. the glass. You got that right. But, yes, sir. Uh, U, U of H back then. Remember, at that time they had just built the alumni center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. they had just built that alumni center. And so that at the time, that was a, an attractive recruiting tool. I think at that time, Clyde Drexler had just went stepped down. That 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 movement was over. And uh, I don't remember who, who was the next guy. Was it Ray McCallum? Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if he got it twisted there. Back, you know, reversed. James Dickey was before. Y'all, James Dickey was after. Was after was after that. But after Clyde, you know, and then. Coach Sampson took over after Dickey. So it was like McCallum, Penders, Clyde, something like that. Well, the, the thing, the atmosphere of U of H at the time was, you know, it was one of those things where, as people say, and they always used it, uh, uh, I think they, it, it was miss. Why couldn't they get the kids to stay at home? Yes. That was the, that was the steez, that was the jacket that U of H wore for a while. Why couldn't they get the kids to stay at home? And uh, High Fines Pavilion 
it, it was, you know, it, it, it contained a lot of history in there. You can feel the old days of the late 70s, early 80s when you walked into the building. But still, they it wasn't a good recruiting tool because even the, see, the visiting teams that had to come and play in the old high fines, those were coaches that often had to recruit against you, especially in conference play for to get some of the same prospects. And what they would use against U of H was the fact that even the showers in the old high fines, you couldn't even take a shower unless yeah. you had on shower shoes or unless you just didn't even care about, about catching, uh, uh, you know, of some type of foot infection or disease. That's what it looked like on some of the floors to a lot of people. So therefore they use that against them that you didn't have the facilities, you didn't have the amenities that a lot of programs had. U of H wasn't sexy. It wasn't It wasn't sexy meaning that you didn't see a kid proudly wearing a U of H shirt around the area. You didn't hear, you know, people didn't, it, it, the basketball component, football had their moments, but basketball was always, it was almost, it was acceptable to be mediocre. Yes. And then you had certain coaching staff that came through. They planted the seed and made the alumni believe that the local kids don't want to come here. Yep. And then they had another coach come through and say, well, man, all them AAU coaches, you know what? We ain't going to kiss their ass, you know, which you don't have to. In some cases, you just got to know how to talk and, and know how to communicate. With, with a lot of with a lot of the, the, the coaches and the people of influence. So Correct. what happens is you had a you had a block to as nobody was able to attain the necessary relationships that it took to influence the the proper talent level of kids to University of Houston basketball. And as a result, you get out of town kids, they come and they go. You get one local kid here and there but the team never could break through and make it back to the NCAA tournament. Think about it. You would five years ago, University of Houston basketball was just proud just to make the dance. Right. Is the, is making a dance? Are you proud to make the dance just now? Next nope. year? Nope. No, sir. The difference in the, the how the culture. And I got to give credit to the marketing department. The marketing department at University of Houston has been on it. Yes, indeed. That's, that's Lawrence Sampson, but yes. <laughs> They've been on it. They've been on it. The campaigns, the billboards, the slogans, and don't get it twisted. Winning has something to do with it. But at the same time, you got to give credit to the marketing department. Of course, the coaching staff for their ability to, for the, for the ability to, to have the right pieces. You know, and, and, and say, think of a chessboard. You, you know, the rook serves a certain purpose. The bishop serves a certain purpose. The knight, I mean, the, 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 you know, the knight serves a certain purpose. You, you have the pieces in place. Right. And those guys are getting it done. You got the right balance. Ain't too many Houston guys on the team. There aren't too many Louisiana guys on the team. You see, there ain't mm -hmm. too many guys from a certain part of the country on it. So it's the right balance. And now they created a winning, winning coach. And lastly, Chris, you got to give credit to Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul. You give credit to Chris Paul. 
for University of Houston's success. Say it again. Yeah. And people say, well, what the hell Chris Paul got to do with it? Well, it's one thing. If you got a kid out there, especially one of these teenagers and above, you go. Matter of fact, I think they got some new Michael Jordan has some new tennis shoes about to come out. Some gray ones. And, and, and the underground, the undermarket already is going, the people going Google over these shoes. Well, when Chris Paul had a finger in University of Houston being granted the Jordan brand sponsorship. Correct. That right means you went from wearing regular Nikes to Jordan brand product. Now, that first year, they got basic Jordans, which is cool, but still, they was J's. Mm-hmm. Wearing J's to kids is almost equivalent to a grown-up how we feel when I, after we leave the car wash with our vehicle. It feel like the car drive a little better. Well, those kids feel the same way when they with J's. The J's make them feel a certain way when they put them on. Now, after winning, their product increases. The, the, the amount of gear they get from Jordan. That's a hell of a recruiting tool. The Fatita Center, your largest donor and, and, and board member, the chaplain of your board member, University of Houston, Tim Fatita. Of course, he goes without, without, without saying he's the free space and bingo. His money, his financing, his resources made it all possible for not just football, but basketball and the like. In that new stadium, that Fatita Center, the lightning there, the ambiance inside of there, and you think it's you think net before it was a hot ticket. Wait till 2023-24 when they go into the Big 12. You won't be able to get a ticket. Scalpers are going, they are high-fiving right now, Chris Gordon. When the yes, last sir. You, I promise you, in 2024, you will have scalpers up and down the sidewalk on Holman Street. Just trying to bootleg the hell out of them tickets and passes to get in the title of the center. That's you won't be able to get in unless yep. you know somebody. Yep. So think about the culture. They, you asked 20 years ago, you had to basically the coach had to basically beg people to come to their games. Beg people. I mean, what are you doing? What you come to our games with? Man, I ain't going over there. You know, now it's like you gotta almost beg them not to come. <laughs> no, don't don't worry about it. you ain't got to come this week. Come to the next game after that. So U of H, it uh, you build it, they will come, and they've definitely built it over there. I want to. You touched on this, Terrence Arson, those big big time shots. I assume you were there at state. Just describe the atmosphere. Describe what it was, and you know they were trailing. He, he tied the game. Hit the three to put it overtime, and then the game winner. Just describe the vibe. I mean, they were playing against Dallas Kimball, and Dallas Kimball, uh, they have a young man that is uh, uh, that is ranked among the top forty players in the country, consensually. And and this Dallas Kimball actually came from behind. Beaumont United was up by like seventeen points in that game early on. They squandered a 17-point lead. Dallas Kimball appeared to be in route to, 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 to pulling off somewhat of an upset. And, you know, all of a sudden they're down by three. Terrence Arsenal comes on the left side. He gets that rock and stops right in front of his bench and pulls up smooth jumper as the, as the buzzer goes off. 
the ball goes through the net to save the game. Mm -hmm. Forces overtime. In overtime, Beaumont United finds themselves down again in the closing possession. They get the turnover. Austin, they call the play. Arsenal gets the ball at the top of the key. And once again, he lifts up. Nobody's blocking his shot at the high school level because he gets good lift on that shot. And he's okay. long. Mm -hmm. So that means now you just let him shoot it. You just try to play good defense. And he gets it, lets it go, banks it in, a good smooth line. They win the game. I mean, two buzzer beaters. That was a defining moment for Terrence Arsenal because as we had already anointed him in the greater Houston area, it was only then that the state of Texas began to embrace him and as part of the club, as part of the front line. And as it stands, I think Arsenal right now is ranked like number 29 in the country by 24-7 sports. The rankings came out this week. Mm -hmm. And 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 so you can tell he had he picked up an invite to NBPA Top 100 camp, where he was identified as one of the top players. He, he made the All Star, made the uh, his team made it to the championship game, and he was identified as one of the top players in the camp by the by the coaches who voted. So he's his best basketball is a is way in front of him. This young man right here, I mean, you guys understand. I mean, he has a chance. To be, he has a chance to be special, and 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 you know, you know his nickname is Ars. That's what they call him down in Beaumont, Ars. Okay. You know, because you know, you know, black folk, we always like to chop. Right. Up. We don't really go past three syllables. You know, past two syllables. If your name got more than two syllables, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a nickname. You know. I mean, you're you're either Hicks or Cheat Sheet, one or the other. That's what I call you. So <laughs> two so, syllables yeah. is max. Yeah. You got more than two syllables in your name, you get the nickname. That's yeah. how that's how that's just how it goes. I'm KG, so yeah, I'm KG, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing is about Arsenal. Give you something that you don't know. When people say some people are different, they mean in a good way. He's he's different. Terrence Arsenal is one of those young men that, um, let's say, if you're on the bus ride to a game, any given game. Mm -hmm. Most kids are going to be plugged in, getting, getting, having their music on. That some kids are going to be swiping through their, their IG accounts, checking stuff out. You know, on the ride. Some kids are going to be, you know, looking, reading, scribbling, reading rankings. Terrence Arsenal is the young man that what he's going to probably be doing in many situations. Not every single bus ride. He might going to. He might want to do what Greg. Know what he's probably going to do? Be doing? He's probably going to read in the Bible. Wow. Okay, that's great. That's that's from his, his his mom and dad. So yeah, fantastic. He's a devout Christian. His head coach at Beaumont United, David Green, mm -hmm. is a devout Christian. I think he might be Deacon Green on Sundays. You know, <laughs> wrong with that? Yeah. I mean, so so when you see a kid, we notice certain things about certain young men from a mile away, and we see certain things. But when you see him, you you make foot footnotes in your mind, and you see it because it goes beyond basketball. He has some of the foundation 
that that that's going to easily transcend him from boy to man. That's Terrence Arsenal. You got how many young men you know that you honestly can say that you're sitting there and unprovoked, they're on their own, maybe going and reading scriptures or reading the Bible mm-hmm. on route to a basketball game. Right. That you don't see that hardly anywhere. That's Terrence Austin. And I, I need you on a funny note. If you get a chance to speak to his mom, I noticed her her hy- name is hyphenated Gardner Arsenault. So I asked my dad, he says that we have some, we may have some family, some kinfolk in the Beaumont area. So I'm not sure how far back I'd have to go, but he, she and I might be related. <laughs> so small world, but yeah, just, just if you get a chance, I have to. Chris, y'all ain't related. <laughs> they, they devote Christians. Well, hey, my my my, my grandmother, I'm just my joking. dad's mom. So, oh yeah, well you know, got to go back. But uh, it's just a small world. And I saw, I noticed that like two weeks ago. I was like, oh wow, she's a gardener. <laughs> so how about that? But I want to touch on this. You and I are members of the Gavi Lewis Award uh, Committee for Greater Houston Basketball, and unless we change it change our rules, bend the rules, whatever, because according to our rules on the committee, Beaumont, well, to w- be a winner of the Gavi Lewis Award, you have to be going to a school in a county. Within 60 mile radius, I think they said, right? 30 miles or 60 miles, something like that. I don't know. We'd have to ask, but because at one point it was a county touching Harris County. Yeah. County touching Harris County. Yeah. So that's not Beaumont. So that's, that could mean or will mean that Terrence Arsenal is not eligible to win the award for us. Some folks would be okay with that because some people are hating, well, y'all just give them the award to U of A signees. Well, no, we're giving it to the best player in the great Houston area. <laughs> and if U of A happens to sign that person, that's so be it. But I just want to put that out there. Hicks and I, like I said, we go back a long way. And we are, I think, part of the charter group members of the Gavi Lewis what I think right you've been there since yeah. the beginning yeah so, yeah so this will be going into I think year 11 for that award uh, hopefully we'll be starting with a, a watch list of 50 around November December so look forward to that we post on the website and we'll drop it down to 25 within the final 10 and hopefully we'll be better positioning to have the award in a building next march you know and see people have a reception like we used to do it before a pandemic but i want to talk to you also about you broadened out rcs sports is is into a lot of different a lot of different things man so just touch on a little bit of what rcs sports is doing now well i mean uh you know in addition to the gabby lewis uh, award committee i'm also on the NBPA Top 100 Selection uh, Camp Top Selection Committee, which is the most the most prestigious uh, basketball camp in the country. That's that held. That's operated by the in the National Basketball Players Association, and it was always held annually in Charlottesville, Virginia. This year, 
uh, they moved it to Orlando, we had a semi-bubble type atmosphere with it. And that's to be part of that committee. I've been, John Lucas uh, is over the personnel and he selects the committee. And uh, that's a privilege, an honor and a privilege to be uh, recognized for, not for my ability to cover the country, but for my ability to just, to be able to, to just basically keep it real and try not to let, you know, be swayed by outside influences when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, this type of, uh, the personnel that comes to this type of camp. Then also, um, uh, last year I was added to Spald, the Spalding All-America selection team mm-hmm. panel of committee. That's a committee of, of, of about, I don't know, about 20, 15 to 20 uh, gentlemen from across the country that covers the United States. And once again, I'm the only one on that committee that does not is not obligated to cover the United States of America. Uh, just like the NBPA Top 100 camp, the only one on the committee that does that is not obligated to cover the entire country. But indirectly, when seeing the thing is when it called upon guys, knowing they've been doing it for years, it's been really following it. I've you know I've been traveling the the country because. I follow a lot of our greater Houston teams and we often have so many teams that go various places. The ones that's winning, then I'm following them at some point or another. And so that's the, you know, that's kind of like our reach. It goes out and that's why, you know, like right now I'm in San Antonio. Right. You know, putting some eyes and, and, and speaking at this middle school camp today and putting some eyes on some and just basically give them some intel and just evaluate a little bit. And before getting on back to H town, but, that, you know, that's the thing. People realize for this area, you have, you know, I'm not the only person, but, you know, this, you know, I'm an asset. And people like me can be assets right. to the community as far as getting the word out. Because there's a lot of people out there that rely on people like myself to get the, 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 the uncut pure evaluations and get into supply and relay intel that can be beneficial for them understanding the makeup of a certain player and just how talented they are right now. And that's the thing that has so been doing so for, for since 2001, myself, when I founded RCS sports, uh, the rep, the relationships and the reputation nationwide, it, it, it has not wavered at, at, at any at any degree. You got an event coming up uh, next month at uh, C. King, right? And I forgot the middle school, but talk about that. It's at the high school. It's called a, the Super 16 uh, Extravaganza. It's, it's also known as the Fall High School Championships. Basically, in a nutshell, we invite a few of the top projected top high school teams in greater Houston they will play a tournament style format, pool play, and everybody goes into the same bracket. And we call it the Super 16 because when we first started it, it was only 16 teams. And but now we kind of, you know, because it's so many talented teams in the area, we've expanded it to 24 teams. 
But by the end of the uh, by the end of Saturday, going into the last day, which would be Sunday, October the third, there will only be sixteen teams still standing. So it's still a Super Sixteen. Gotcha. But you have to be super to get your butt to Sunday. And the co- the high school coaches, they aren't allowed to sit on the bench per per the rules and guidelines of the governing governing bodies, primarily TAPS, UIL, uh, SPC. Mm-hmm. Whatnot. So the so basically these are horses running around the track with no jockeys on the back. And you know, this event, it doesn't whoever wins this event, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily the best team, but it definitely means something. Whoever wins this, it means that you have the depth and you have the talent that it takes to be a favorite to go to state in whatever your respective class is. And and you have to understand a lot of teams are without certain players because of football. Right. A lot of teams play a totally different team if their head coach is on the bench. You know, so you got to factor all that in as you're watching this. But I'm going to tell you, Beaumont United, they will be there. Yep. So if you hadn't seen Terrence Arsenal play, and he has, a, you know, it ain't just Terrence Arsenal. Beaumont United, they went undefeated last year. They're the favorite to repeat okay. in Class 5A this year. Terrence Arsenal, as it stands, is the only 12th grader on the roster this year. They have some other, they have some other pieces. Mm-hmm. They have a young Future's man, right. Wesley, Wesley Yates, yep. the third. He's special. He's there. They have another man, Tristan Porsche. He's a star on the football field as well. He's 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 really he's kind of he's the Ricky Seals Jones. Okay. Beaumont, Texas, right now. You also have a young kid in the tenth grade, Christian uh Paye. He's special. This Beaumont United, they're not going anywhere. The best thing that people could that, ha- that can happen is when the new realignment comes up for UIL next year is that they propel Beaumont United up into six A and get the hell get them the hell out of five A because they are a headache for a lot of the teams in basketball team it is in five A basketball. Can fans uh, buy tickets to to the extravaganza? Yes, the, the Super Sixteen extravaganza. We have we we have t- we sell the tickets. At the door, okay, and so they can walk up to that because there's so many different teams, and it would sell out. I know it would, and I and, and that would be that would be a a, a, it's a travesty if it sold out in certain teams and have the ability to get all their tickets in advance. So if you trust me, Sea King, the new campus is located right on the East Beltway, right between Summer Creek and North Shore High School, on that stretch of the Beltway. You'll see, you'll see uh, Summer Creek. You can't miss it. A big football stadium right there with a huge billboard. That new stadium, that new school, state-of-the-art, great facility. They have three courts inside of there. The schedule of the Super 16 extravaganza, you can view it on rcssports.com. That's rcssports.com. You can view that schedule. And uh, – and uh, we want you to come. I mean, come on out. I mean, trust me. 
pretty much every team that you would think of that ha- that, that has top players on it that's going to be pretty good that doesn't have at least a nice chunk of their starting lineup on the football field they'll be in the super 16 and you can come out and get a get a glimpse of those young men on october the first through third at ce king senior high school are all the games at ce king or you got some on at the, at the middle school well on the first day the Friday night, it's a fr- Friday's October the 1st, mm-hmm. the, the games will only be at Knoll Middle School, which is located about about one mile away from the from the main campus. Okay. Knoll Middle School is in Sheldon ISD, N-U-L-L, and those ga- Friday night's games will be at Knoll. Then on Saturday and Sunday, everything is at C.E. King High School, Senior High School. All right. After that, because you, you, you're into events as well, don't you have something coming up around Thanksgiving also? Well, we got the season opener, okay. November the 12th and the 13th. And the season opener, that schedule was just released a couple of weeks ago. That's the, that's the first day of the regular season for public schools. And, and, and that's, no, no, we've always been, it always has been one day, Chris. But this year we decided to go and turn that thing into two days so the so the super 16 i'm sorry the season opener two days of action and that is november the 12th november the 13th guess what Beaumont united will be there as well their first regular season game will be at the soup at the season opener we all there the five we got the five a champs that's Beaumont united we also have the six a state champs the back-to-back-to-back state champion duncanville Duncanville will be in town in Houston. Their first regular season game, right, will be at the Campbell Center, November okay. the 12th. So Duncanville will be playing on the 12th, and um, and uh, Beaumont United will be playing on the headline in the action on the 13th. You can catch, you can check out the entire schedule once again on rcssports.com. Guys, understand something. That website, I strongly encourage you to bookmark it because if I do you're too. a high school basketball follower or an aficionado within Greater Houston, that is pretty much your your sport, the closest thing you're going to get to a sports center for what's happening for Houston, Greater Houston basketball. It's updated like six days a week. You have articles, you have rankings, you have a lot of intel. Even during the season, we have schedules that are put placed on there. We have projections of the games. Keep it fun, not for gambling purposes by any means. But it's all, it's, I mean, that website, I mean, you know, rcssports.com. Go there, check out the schedules for the season opener. And then you mentioned the Hoops Giving Classic. To wrap things up, that's always the day before Thanksgiving. The day before Thanksgiving, we also have Duncanville coming back to Houston again. They're going to play against uh, one, another one of the top 20 teams in the country, uh, 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 Wheeler High School out of Atlanta. That matchup is on a neutral site, Duncanville versus Wheeler. They both have nationally ranked, top nationally ranked players on the team. They're going to go head to head. We got That schedule has not even been released yet. We won't release that schedule, Chris, until – we're going to release it in two weeks during the first week of October 
you guys will get the schedule for the hoops given. But I've already I've I've already completed I completed the schedule a month ago. But I didn't want to release too many schedules overlapping each other. And that schedule would take away from the season opener, which is the best season opener schedule that we've had. And it's going to that hoops given is going to be at once again November the twenty fourth at Houston Christian High School, located you know over there by Katy City Center. Yep. I mean not Katy Memorial City, the city center. The Beltway between going about two exits going toward two ninety. That's Houston Christian. That baseball park that's over there, baseball USA or whatever it is. It's like the next exit. Houston Christian, you can't miss it. It's right off that Beltway. And that thing is go, that's going to be rocking. We're going to use two gymnasiums for that event. That event will be sold out. I'm telling you, we have released this Who's Giving Classic. I can guarantee you that if everybody won't be able to get in that place, unfortunately. And you're also part of the Chop Shop with, with Hatter Monday through Thursday. Uh, talk about that real quick and then we'll wrap it up, man. So unless you can do your thing at. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday, of course, don't forget, guys, Monday through Thursday. On the, tune into the Chop Shop. It's your midday sports happy hour. <laughs> Myself, Jim X. We'll, I'm alongside Robert Haller. And um, Robert Haller's a longtime contract advisor. He, people know him. He made, his, he made his splash in the game alongside Penny Hardaway. He was part of the influence that got Penny and, and got his team around him and kept, you know, and part of the marketing. And you saw Lil Penny and the commercials and the advertisements. So that was Robert Haller. And then, of course, you have recent Hall of Fame and Duck T. Charles Woodson. You know, he was he was part of that team, the, the representation team for Charles Woodson as well. Not to mention Robert Ari and, and countless Sam Cassell, countless others. He was so a long way. He's a contract advisor uh, for many years and uh, very uh, animated and charismatic. Robert Hatter is. He's out of Memphis, so you guys got to forgive him for that, you know. And uh, but he's uh, you join us. If you've never seen the chop shop, you simply go. We we brought we stream live on YouTube and Facebook simultaneously. You can go and search chop shop HTX. That's C H O P S H O P HTX or chop shop H O U T X Hutex. Either one will get you to the chop shop. We go from twelve to two Central Standard Time. Twelve to two. That's Monday through Thursday. Trust me, this coming Monday, it's going to be off the chain. All of, We're going to talk football. We're going to talk basketball. We're going to recap some of the high school action around the area. And then we get into a lot of social issues that a lot of people are afraid to touch on, on, in, on in, in various platforms when you're talking sports. So join the Chop Shop. Uh, go to our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It doesn't cost any money. It doesn't take you but eight seconds. And then, then you can see what the Chop Shop is all about. While we're talking, you're interacting with us, and we're interacting with you guys as well. A lot of people call us Claude and Ray as the two characters on the movie Life. Yeah. That's how it is on there. We're yeah. in the Chop Shop. Jim Hicks, RCS Sports, man. Thank you for taking time to talk to me. We'll keep in touch like we always do, man. I appreciate you sharing your knowledge. And um, thank you, man, for, for doing this on short notice. I appreciate it, man. You take care. Appreciate it, man. U of H, y'all got a good one, man. Keep it going. That's three straight. That's three straight number ones, man. Three straight number ones. I remember Mariah Carey made an album called Number Ones. Yeah, that's what y'all gonna be doing. <laughs> y'all got more ones, no more number ones than Michael Jackson right now. <laughs> you right now. Keep it going. We're everybody's proud of the staff at University of Houston, man, and what they've done. They, I mean, they, 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 
you know, the, the, guess what? We have a, we have we have an, uh, basketball fans in Houston that were deflated from the Houston Rockets have been inflated with the Houston Cougars. Well put. And with that, we're going to close it out. I'm Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review. Thank you for tuning in to my show on Facebook and YouTube. Tune in next week for my show with Andy Yanez and Willie Gibson on Fridays, Folks Talking Sports. We're going to talk some football and basketball as well. I'm trying to be like Hicks and Hatter, man, just following their footsteps going forward. Y'all have inspired me to do this, so I really appreciate that, man. Thanks, brother. Take care. Uh, talk to you next week, man. Be good. Peace. <laughs>